Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to the Cricket Badger IPL Daily Podcast 2021, the Indian Premier League 14th edition. It's great to have you with us. From the first match all the way to the final. Chennai Super Kings, Delhi Capitals, Kolkata Knight Riders, Mumbai Indians, Punjab Kings, Rajasthan Royals, Royal Challengers, Bangalore, Sunrisers, Hyderabad. May the best team win. Brought to you in association with Who Knows Wins, put your money where your mates are, and play along with the Cricket Badger. Hello everybody, welcome along. I am James Butler, the Cricket Badger, and so uh, we've just seen <coughs> the Capitals win by eight wickets. And uh, normal service in the latter overs resumed after yesterday's Punjab Kings failure. Delhi Capitals getting the cross the line rather easily. Today I'm joined by Nakul Pandey and Naman Shah to talk about today and all things IPL. Good evening, gentlemen. Evening, James. Good evening, James. And Knuckle, yesterday, Punjab Kings, you got into the final two overs and it was a walk in the park for the batting side. But somewhere inside you, you thought, they can't, can they? They can't, can they? Oh, they have. With Delhi Capitals today, they never look like messing that chase up. Not really. I mean, the only reason it went that long really is because Shreyas Ayer is playing his first game in months and is was still trying to find his feet and was playing almost an exaggerated version of the Shreyas Ayer tick, 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 boom uh, innings where he takes a little time and then he, and then explodes. It never looked like being enough. It never looked like being defensible, even when you've got Rashid Khan, uh, who bowled, again, the Rashid Khan spell, four, four overs, one wicket, 20-odd runs. Uh, but it, it wasn't enough. Uh, Sunrises, I don't think, bowled particularly badly, but they they just never had enough against uh, Delhi Capitals team that got their best 11 on the park. Interesting to see how serious the Marcus Stornis injury is, but they got their best 11 on the park and were simply too strong in all departments, other than the catching, which I think was probably just rust. Yeah, I think uh, Neil mentioned it yesterday. There's a lot of rust around, I think, in this tournament at the moment. People are just kind of brushing the cobwebs off before they get into full flow again. Naman, um, Sunrisers Hyderabad, they made 134 for nine. Did you ever think that was enough today? Uh, not at all, but I still felt that they were a decent bowling attack, but uh, they should have done better with the bowling. But uh, I was surprised with Sandeep Sharma not given the new ball. I feel he's more uh, aggressive aggressive and go better bowler with the new ball uh, rather than uh, bowling him after uh, power play overs but overall looking at that batting lineup with uh, Saha and uh, Kedar Jadav in top 5 when uh, they are clearly missing base to wear uh, to be honest uh, big shoes to fill in uh, and uh, there was a no brainer to directly get in Jason Roy I felt uh, he should have been he should have been 
there today. Uh, they have enough Indian fast bowlers, so maybe Jason Holder uh, could have. Uh, I'm not saying that he is uh, not a good uh, player, T20 player, but uh, they have a lot of loopholes in their batting lineup with Warner totally out of form. So Jason Roy, his inclusion might have provided them the, the aggression they need in the first six overs. Overall, yes, the bowling lineup is decent enough with uh, Bhuvi and Rashid Khan and everyone, but uh, clearly they are struggling with the batting lineup. Nakul, you look down the Sunrise's scorecard today. You've got 18 there, you've got another 18, 17, 28, or 22. People got starts, but nobody ever nobody went on to make that really meaningful contribution in their, their batting ranks. And a uh- People who faced any decent number of deliveries, only Abdul Samad scored over seven runs and over, which is the other problem. You have a lot of players like uh, Manish Pandey, who scores at about a run a ball in the middle overs and has done for a long time. David Warner is very out of form. Uh, he's been out of form for a few years now. Go back to him really struggling against Archer in, sorry, against Broad in 2019, really struggling against Archer in 2020, uh, including the IPL. When can we say, Knuckle, that he's, he's not out of form anymore? This is just his level now. Well, I do wonder. I do wonder if we are in the decline phase of David Warner, as, as, as great a career as it's been. He hasn't looked like being uh, the the type of player who's going to who's gonna dominate attacks for the last few years. Um, he really struggled last IPL. Uh, his cricketers have the batting impact stat. He's been at zero this tournament, which includes the first half of the tournament. So he's essentially batting like just another T20 player. I, I wonder how long it's going to be before Jason Roy comes in for David Warner. He did get dropped in the first half of the tournament to allow Johnny Bairstow to, to come in, who was scoring all of their power play runs for uh, for a time. Today, they decided to try and have... Well, I mean, they were, initially, it was carded with Manish Pandey at three, where he does actually score relatively quickly. He scores relatively quickly in the power play, but they brought in Williamson at three, and they're just shuffling that pack. I think the only... I've said before, if you know the Sunrisers, if you're allowed five overseas players, the Sunrisers would be one of the best teams in the tournament. But you can't, and they can't cover everything at the same at the same time. They're always either a batter or a, a bowler short. The bat, all of their Indian batters, none of them have fired uh, at any point in the last few years. The only one really who you could say has got any upside is Abdul Samad because of his power. They end up with uh, Holder and Rashid Khan. I think both bat too low in in this side. Rashid Khan coming in at eight is ridiculous in a, in a batting lineup this week. And they end up having to fight fires all the time. Uh, they're very heavily reliant on their overseas players. Obviously, the the I'm sure we'll come onto the COVID thing. That can't have helped Natharajan not being not being around. But I don't know how much it it would have helped them. Obviously, it wouldn't have helped them with the bat at all. Uh, they even with a bowling lineup that good, they can't put on enough runs to to defend um, against 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 a, a good team like Delhi Capitals, who didn't really need to get much beyond third gear to to beat them today. It was the first normal day of T20 cricket we've had of the resumption of the IPL. There's there's nothing usually normal about T20 cricket. I've forgotten, Knuckle, that you only speak in one-minute chunks these days, don't you? Because uh, I've been watching your YouTube videos. If anybody hasn't seen them, I retweeted them on the at cricket underscore badger Twitter feed this morning. So have a look at Knuckle's one-minute little uh, pieces after each IPL match. They're very, uh, very good. Use them in conjunction with the podcast, obviously. Don't just ditch the podcast for Knuckle. Knuckle's on both anyway. So uh, it's, only a, it's only a minute of your time. Yeah. Watch it five times, five minutes. Badges are furry creatures. 85% of women badges think bad grooming is a major turn-off. 80% of women badges think men should trim below the belt. 89% of men think good grooming is essential to the professional success. Don't just dismiss it out of hand. Get on there, manscaped.com. Check out their great range of male grooming accessories. 
hygiene, appearance, attractiveness, confidence. Simply go to manscaped.com, quote the discount code BADGER. You get 20% off, you get free shipping, and you get some seriously quality equipment. Manscaped.com, together we save balls. Now, man. Amrit Norkia, got man of the match today, two for 12. Um, Kahisa Rabada, we talk about him a lot, three for 37, three wickets for him. He just continues to take twos and threes and ends up towards the top end of the wicket-taking stakes. Axa Patel, the other wicket-taker. But Delhi Capital's bowling attack is something else, isn't it? Yes, after Mumbai Indians, the one bowling attack which is more brutal and lethal is, uh, to be honest, Delhi Capitals and these two fast bowlers, especially with uh, Rabada and Nokia, they have been uh, like demolishing both sides, like one-sided. And uh, today you saw uh, hardly Nokia has bowled below 145. As we discussed earlier, he was hitting 150s regularly. And... Uh, Yes, they are brilliant and uh, with Vokes uh, not there, uh, with Vokes inclusion, they were more uh, deadly but overall, yes, with Ashwin Aksar and they have uh, one of the finest bowling lineup with Amit Mishra sitting in the dugout and... Uh, these are the two bowlers who have done not only in UAE, also they won the matches for Delhi, even in India also. So they have a big part to play for Delhi, getting this to get them to this stage. And uh, I am sure Delhi is now one win away to qualify. And, and uh, I feel uh, they are the best team right now to beat in this uh, year's IPL. I was looking at the table, Knuckle, um, from last year, um, just as a bit of a guide as to how many points teams needed. I know it varies um, a little bit every now and again, but 14 points was the benchmark last year. That was the uh, the lowest qualification. Um, I think KKR missed out on 14 as well. I think three teams finished on 14 points. But that win today takes Delhi Capitals to 14 um, with games to play. So you imagine that they are now pretty much inked into the uh, the playoffs at, at the very least. Um, I was looking at their team as well today and you see a lot of changes. I mean, Sunrises have made changes. Bearstone's not there anymore. They brought new players in. Other teams have done the same. Delhi Capitals are basically the same team that left the left India plus they've got Shreya Shaya back fit they're, they're looking in decent shape aren't they it's the team that you would have expected to be picked if everyone was available and that's a good thing you can say that about Mumbai Indians bar maybe one or two players you can see that about CSK I think you can probably say that about KKR uh, going forward this in this in this tournament uh, and that, that's usually a good sign Shreya Shaya coming back obviously it means that they did very well last year with uh, with Lalit Yadav, who, who played a very important part in that in the first half of the tournament. But it means that they're not having to mess around with him. They're not having to play an extra overseas batter like Stephen Smith, who never fired last year and was never, or the first half of this year, rather, I should say, and was never really going to. It'd be interesting to see again how they balance it with Stoinis missing. I would like to see Sam Billings come in, uh, but I don't know if they're going to go with only five bowlers. Yeah, you know, Ashwin didn't even really perform today, and, and they still uh, look, looked far too... Look far too good. Yeah, you'd imagine certainly one more win in their in their three, maybe two more wins, and they're probably top two uh, with mm-hmm. what five to play now for uh, for uh, the Delhi Capitals. Um, yeah, they're in a very they're in a very very good position, and they are they, they look like one of the strongest teams uh, throughout this cycle uh, of, of auctions. So looking at um, and the way that they balance out those uh, the South African fast bowlers, you got 
Nokia, top and middle, Rabada, middle and death. Really, you don't even need to use Rabada in the power play if you don't want to, because you've got Nokia, you've got Akshar Patel, you've got Avesh Khan, you've got Ashwin, who was, it was a surprise to me that he didn't bowl in, in the power play. You've got so many options. Stoin is obviously um, chipping in where, where, where he can. Who knows what his injury is going to be uh, going to be like? They didn't even need him. They didn't need Hetmeyer today with the with the bat. There's a lot of latency, as it were, in that uh, redundancy, I should say, in that in that in that Delhi Capitals lineup. They got they got those uh, backups. I was also looking at just the, sh- the sheer pace. I loved how I think Nokia and Nabata did exactly the right thing in terms of their lengths. They didn't pitch much up. It was back of a length, hard lengths, as you call it, hitting the, the top of the bat, hitting the splice of the bat. And at pace, I was looking at the, the pace stats for this year. Of the top 10 fastest deliveries, Anrich Nokia has the top eight and Kikisa Rabada has number nine. <laughs> yeah, that's, that says it all, doesn't it? And we, we were talking now, man, before Knuckle joined us, before we pressed uh, go live today, about the control that somebody like Henrik Nokia has. He's bowling express speed. You, you go back uh, a few years and your fast bowlers would be splaying it all over the place. I guess this is something to do with white ball cricket. You have to have your disciplines in T20 and ODIs. And Henrik Nokia's control at that speed is quite impressive, isn't it? I truly feel that uh, since he has been included now in red ball cricket as well, he went to Pakistan and he went to various countries. I Playing him in red ball uh, cricket has helped him a lot uh, because test cricket is the uh, real thing which helps the bowler, not only the best batsmen but the bowlers as well. And bowling alongside likes of Ngidi and Rabada uh, also helps him. Uh, so overall, I'm sure that uh, the confidence which Ponting and the likes of Ayer has put in him uh, and giving him the new ball and uh, he is enjoying bowling alongside Rabada. He does it for his country also. So... Yes, you see different Nokia, which we used to see uh, from three years now on when he was picked for KKR. He went for plenty over there, but now uh, he is the go-to bowler. So this is the difference and not only about the line and length, but the speed with which he is bowling consistently. So I am really looking forward with this bowling lineup. what Africa is having into the World Cup. I am clearly saying that they are underrated with this bowling, with Shamsi included. Yeah, they've got pretty much all bases covered. Who knows wins? Put your money where your mates are. There's over 25,000 players and over £1 million already won. The biggest community pot was £31,000. And there's over 12,000 leagues created. Download our free app and play against your friends and family with bragging rights and real money on the line. Who knows wins in a different league? go to the bottom end of the table um, it's as sublime to the ridiculous isn't it with Sunrisers Hyderabad still on two points even if they were to win their remaining six matches they can only get to 14 which was the cut off last year for qualification knuckle and it looks uh, as if they're out aren't they basically I can't see them qualifying from where they are they do have a habit of coming through the, the pack on a great run towards the end but they've left themselves far too much to do this time I mean they're, they're two wins behind the, the two teams in front of them uh, and and already um, just over halfway through the season, they're four wins off the off the yeah. kind of the bubble, as it were, at four and five. They've left themselves too much to do, probably because it would have to go spectacularly wrong for not just one but two or three teams above them. Uh, I, the table is looking less bunched than it was last year. Last year. Uh, as you say, you had three teams separated by net run rate on the on the bubble. We've seen the last two years, Kolkata Knight Riders have uh, have missed out on the final day on net run rate, finishing in fifth. Things like, for example, KKR winning so handsomely the other day, their net run rate is massive. They've got a positive net run rate, despite the fact they're in, in the bottom half of the tournament. It, it means that the Sunrisers have simply 
and Sunrisers have the the worst net run rate, or not quite. Uh, RCB because of that horrendous uh, display the other night uh, have the lowest net run rate in the tournament. But one more win, and that'll be that'll be that'll be not the case. They they surely can't play that badly again. Uh, and it, the Sunrisers, this this cycle of the Sunrisers with uh, very Indian heavy in the seam attack, very Indian heavy in the batting, and relying on these uh, very heavily on their overseas players. They're probably the most reliant franchise in the IPL on their overseas players has come to an end it's been a great run for them with this uh, with this very bowling heavy uh, approach that they've done and it worked for them for a long time they were champions they were regularly very consistent uh, but it it's come to an end seemingly and they will be in need of a massive rebuild come the mega auction they need and they, get, uh, they get they get their chance to do it as well i mean that mega auction is going to be fascinating i think when we when we get to that because there's a, a few question marks about a number of sides and how they're going to try and remedy that and get themselves back stronger um naman shikadawan proudly wearing the uh, the cap for the leading run scorer in the competition were you surprised not to see him in india's t20 side or is his time at that international level gone there the likes of competition which india is having right now it's too tough to choose and uh, also with kl ishan kishan prithvi show all these young bloods and uh, to be honest the po- uh, the competition is at only for the opening positions because the middle order is fixed over there and you you, you also see Kohli opening for India so it's not that Dhawan is not performing that is why he has been uh, like ousted out from the World Cup but uh, KL Rahul has been brilliant since uh, in the white ball cricket so it's just more on the merit and uh, uh, maybe uh, the conditions or the kind of tricksters we end up seeing in the uh, World Cup and in the T20s, uh, likes of Adil Rashid and too many leggies out there. So I feel there is more, much more of technical discussion rather than form. Uh, but yes, I as far as I know, the teams can be modified till 10th of October. So you never know uh, which team does what. Do you think he's got a point to prove in this IPL? Though? He, he seems to, I mean, he always plays well in the IPL, doesn't he? But do you think he's just trying to prove a point a little bit? Just to remind people he exists? No, no, no. He's too mature to do that. And I don't think so. Uh, he is doing that. He's just playing on his merit and he is uh, batting for himself out there. Uh, I just feel he has a chance maybe for Ishan Kishan because uh, only the experience I am considering over the, there. To if one of the matches, if Ishan Kishan is being played into play uh, against any of the teams in World Cup and he doesn't perform, so the pressure of the World Cup will be mounting on him because even Surya Kumar Yadav, though he is a 30, uh, but he has not much played international cricket. So I only feel that experience would matter a lot going into the World Cup. So maybe in place of Ishan Kishan, I would consider the one. Uh, but uh, overall. Uh, it is quite tough to uh, see him out and not in the World Cup squad. He's he's batting just as he batted in the first half of the tournament yeah. and in last year's tournament. There's no real difference in terms of how he's going about things. He you know he's picked up his strike rate and picked up his intent in the first twenty balls, um, and he's got. He's added some range of shots. Uh, so the, the inside-out drives over over cover the little the little flick back over the bowler's head. I thought was a was a uh, in the early stages of the innings, and then the uh, the slog sweep of Rashid Khan. He used to get a little bit stuck against the spinners, but he's got this got these slog sweeps. He even swept Sandeep Sharma at one point today. I, I he was unlucky to be left out. As was, I think, Deepak Chahar, both superb players, and have got superb IPO records. But you can't particularly argue with KL Rahul and Bhuvneshwar Kumar ahead of them either. So it's a, it is, as Norman says, there were going to be some very good players left out of this squad. 
I was going to say, if uh, India picked everybody that you thought stood a chance, they would have a squad of about 70, wouldn't they? Um, probably even more. Um, the the last point on today's match, Delhi Capitals, the, the, the chase was very well me- measured and they never looked like they were not going to win that match. And Shreyas Iyer, um, 47 not out from 41, was the kind of calming influence. As, as Naman says, uh, sorry, as Knackle says, Naman coming back into the side, just kind of edging his way back into form. Uh, and Rishabh Pant, the punchy little player, comes in as captain, um, obviously being retained as captain. And uh, those two together combined beautifully today. It was the former captain and the current captain batting together. Were you surprised that Rishabh got the nod or did, did you expect Shreyas to a fit against Shreyas to come back in and, and re- regain the reins again? No, I was not surprised. I felt they are just giving more time to a year to get settled down. It's not easy to just come up and leave side uh, into the T20 then they are doing well uh, this year's IPL and not burden uh, a year with more responsibility he's just uh, now settling down with his batting and he played well today uh, he played an anchor innings uh, supported the one well and once the one was out uh, he got aggressive along with Pant so he is a kind of a base uh, providing a base to Delhi over there because Rahane they tried Rahane uh, but he was uh, not looking into that quite uh, form but overall I feel is uh, right now the correct choice uh, they have chosen Pant as a captainship and left uh, a year alone with his batting lineup. Is it is it is only good for him. Uh, more good innings are surely coming up for him, and his form matters for India as well. So overall, uh, uh, fantastic. Uh, it's good to see Ayer back in runs. He's a fantastic player. My name is Jacob, and I sent the Badger a message, and now I'm on the podcast with this jingle. If you would like to get in touch with the Cricket Badger podcast. Then tweet at cricket underscore badger. You mentioned the mega auction knuckle, which is obviously around the corner after this this tournament finishes. And um, whether Shreyas Iyer stays with Delhi, whether they retain him or whether he moves somewhere else, the fact that he, he's proven now as a captain, because his time with Delhi has been successful. He's led them to two finals and he's looked a, a very mature individual. That, that stands him in good stead with two new franchises coming in. They're going to be looking for a leader. He could be snapped up by one of them, couldn't he? He could. He could. I mean, it was a very interesting decision to see who Delhi decide to use their retentions and right to matches on. You'd imagine Richard Pont and Prithvi Shaw would be would be heading up that list and probably Nokia. I think Nokia would probably get my pick over Kohisa Rabada, um, which is some measure of just how good Nokia uh, has been over the last over the last few years when it comes to those, those four slots. Maybe they try and buy Ayer back at a, the inflated price. I don't know. Try and keep some of this this mm. young Indian core together, which gives them so many options. I mean, the fact that they've got a top four composed entirely of informed good Indian batters gives them so many options in the uh, for the rest of the 11 and then you throw in Uksha and Ashwin as well as as options um you're not like you're not scrabbling around to fill holes in the team with players who are either not yet experienced enough or or don't have that confidence yet or who are on the way down as as the sunrisers have, have found themselves have found themselves in I, I do I would wonder if there's going to be a little bit of that with with them this you know this might be their last chance for this group to win something as good as they've been turning Delhi from let's be honest a complete joke of a franchise in the in the previous they'd gone the longest period without getting into the playoffs they'd never made a final before they made one in the in the rebrand years they weren't at all popular in their hometown and it started with with that you know they became popular again among their own fans i do think also probably playing fewer games in delhi has helped them over the last few years because that is not a surface that that rewards fast stroke play or fast scoring or uh, or aggressive stroke play in the in the same way that some of the pitches they've been playing on in the last few years um goes but they're they're a very very good team um and and well we may find out just how good that 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 squad is because 
you know, we don't know how how fit or otherwise uh, Marcus Stunis is. I'm just looking to see when when Delhi's next game is. I suspect it's at the weekend. Yes, it's on Saturday. Mm. Uh, yep. Against against Rajasthan and Abu Dhabi, so they 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 pick a a, a third uh, a third spinner um, and and sort of push people up the order uh, to try and that uh, went Mishra say as the, as an option. I, I don't know if you were watching the commentary today, but they started talking about whether a team should be part full of all rounders and who should open, and they couldn't think of one. And Marcus Stornis was walking in in front of him, and I kind of thought, he's there, he's there. You are listening to the Cricket Badger Podcast. No, man. I mean, the fact that this mega auction, the fact that you are a leader as a as an Indian player is a major thing, isn't it? Because you know, rather than a franchise having to buy in a captain, an overseas player, a David Warner of old or whatever, and making him the leader, the fact that you are worth your place in the side, a local Indian, and also a potential captain, you've got three feathers to your cap there, haven't you? Yes, more than choosing a leader and a captain, I feel the local face and also belonging to that particular region helps a lot. And uh, that is why we say call them icon face and not the leader of that uh, team particularly because the uh, face of a player builds a team, builds the fan base of that particular team. It, it's not. It, it's everything about Dhoni when you talk about Chennai. It's everything about Kohli when you talk about RCB. You can't get a- through a podcast without mentioning MSD, can you? <laughs> <laughs> also, also, M- M- Dhoni's, you know, most of the east, most of the length of India are away from Chennai in terms of where he's where he's from. She's not exactly a local player. I do wonder if actually he might be a replacement for Dhoni next uh, in as CSK captain in the yeah. in the next mega auction. Yeah, because they're going to have to look for somebody, aren't they? I mean, j- j- just on that though, no man. If you are a supporter of Mumbai or if you're a supporter of Delhi or whoever, does it matter to you that that is a yeah, Rohit Sharma, for example, is a Mumbai lad, isn't he? And he plays for Mumbai Indians. Is that a major factor? Do they love him more because of that, or would it would it not really matter if he came from Chennai or somewhere else? Would they still love him equally? Initially, it won't, but uh, yes. Uh... Being a Mumbaiker and being so passionate about this team, and it's not just watching cricket. The emotions are attached with this team because uh, we have been through a journey. We have seen uh, Rohit play alongside likes of Ati Sachin and everything. So it's like a brand building up. Uh, we have seen Ardik Pandya and Pollard, and they have been with the teams with us uh, since so long, so many years. So it's all about attachment, also, and not only watching them just mm-hmm. come out and hit success. Uh, so yes, it does matter when a local guy has been picked up for the team. It, as I said, it helps. It helps creating a franchise, a fan base, and after then going on to the uh, on the ground, and uh, because it is right, 2022 will be right from the scratch. Right, uh, it start. Uh, from where it began in 2008. So, uh, it's going to be almost I quite will... strange, that, isn't it? It's going to be quite weird to see some of these faces playing for a different side. Well, I mean, it'll be almost more like, was it 2010 or no, 2011, I think, when they had the two new teams, when they had the 10 team IPL. Mm-hmm. So, it, it'll look completely different next year. I mean, the, the, I don't know. I presume that the four overseas players and eight in the squad will still be, still be retained, but we could see a lot of players playing in some very unfamiliar uh, looking kits. I mean, See what see what kit colors the luck now and Emdabad teams turn out in, but uh, but yeah, we could see a lot of we could see a lot of players. I mean, I don't know that you know. Presumably, Mumbai would want to would want to put some golden shackles on Jasprit Bumrah, but if not the Emdabad franchise, it'd certainly be looking at uh, uh, him as a as a local boy for Delhi. I mean, Shreyas Ayer and and Prithvi Shaw are from Mumbai, but they almost feel like Delhi boys now because they've yeah. been associated with the rebirth of this team for for so long. And you got Rishabh Pant, who is a sort of a dot, you know, eventually ended up in in Delhi. Ishant Sharma is. From, is from there, I think Avish Khan as well. So there are some some younger some young 
uh, players from from that region. I suppose the other team who will be looking for a new captain, potentially a new Indian captain, is Royal Challengers Bangalore. Uh, so there, there's plenty of destinations potentially for 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 Shreyas Iyer if Delhi can't find a way to retain him. But I, I think that he, in terms of his batting for this season, you know, he completely agree with no one. I think keeping with Rishabh Pant as captain was the right thing to do. Um, having having captain the same pretty well in the uh, in the first half of the tournament, and he will he will get better. This is his first game since March. It's his first game since that ODI he got injured in against England uh, back back in March. It, it, he will find his form again, and he won't always take so much time to to get going. I mean, he was batting under a runner ball for his first twenty six balls and barely over a runner ball until he I mean, it helped him today. Didn't he, he, did, he didn't have to go any faster, did he? Because everything was under control. Oh, that's quite right. And he'd had Shikhar Dhawan scoring quickly before him, and he had Rishabh Pant after after him. You know, he won't be able to do that um, in in mm. in previous games. He won't be able to to take thirty five balls to really start. Uh, picking it up, I think he hit one boundary in his first 35 balls or so. That big six, lovely trademark, no look, Treyas Ayo shot. He's only going to get better as this as this tournament uh, goes on. I think. There's a rat in the kitchen. What am I gonna do? There's a rat in the kitchen. What am I gonna do? I'm gonna get a black rat. Cricket bat. He rat fans. The best kit available to maximise those scoring opportunities from blackratcricket.com. Bats made by cricketers for cricketers. Make 2021 count with Black Rat Cricket. Let's finish off with COVID. Knuckle mentioned it earlier, obviously. Um, Natarajan's currently isolating, being tested positive, and our best wishes to him for a speedy recovery. There's um, five or six other SRH, um, either players or coaching staff, that are having to isolate after being close contacts with Natarajan as well. Um, now, man, in, in, in India at the moment, I mean, you'll have been speaking to mates and stuff like that. Is, are people concerned about that, or is this just something to get past as long as it doesn't get any worse? Yes, it is now something to get past because vaccinations are being done. It's one or two states which are badly affected. But uh, overall, yes, people have started accepting this because uh, sometime it's now time like uh, the patients have been lost right now because a lot of people have lost their businesses and uh, like there is so much of uh, livelihood affected out there. So yes, uh, COVID is not that much right now affected uh, with people speculating about third wave a lot. And that is the reason uh, the uh, second half of IPL is now conducted in UAE but uh, by God's grace uh, right now it is fine and the vaccinations the number of vaccinations which are being done per day it's more like a crore one crore vaccination per day so the run rate and the momentum is fine uh, because it's like you are talking about uh, 130 crores of population right it's not easy to get out of this pandemic uh, that easily so overall right now the only thing which is concerned which matters the most right now it's festival season so it is more scary right now because uh, till December till Christmas people would be moving out they would be touring a lot to various countries and states in India as well so uh, this is the time when people need to take extra care because every time you just cannot expect others to uh, put limitations and rules uh, for you yourself you also have to contribute so overall uh, right now it is uh, more uh, like easy the situation is easy and well and people are also following uh, everything but uh, you just do not know because uh, more knowledge you get about COVID something new comes up right uh, so it's just fingers crossed and hopefully this ends soon Talking to a friend earlier about the the, the winter in England's always been tipped as being the the time where it can incubate and, and maybe change its course a little bit and if it if it ducks 
past the vaccines and mutates into something completely different. I'll kind of be back to square one again. So fingers crossed everything works out and fingers crossed, as I say, Natarajan gets well soon. Um, I understand that Natarajan is asymptomatic. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So he's, so we'll have to isolate for a while along with the Ganeshan, uh, Pereswami, the net, the net bowler and, and some members of the support staff. Um, yeah, exactly. They'll be hoping, won't they, that this is... A, an isolated incident. I mean, when, there are a lot of talk in India and England about the fact that two or three days down the line they could all test positive and it can incubate. Uh, so they'll be hoping um, the tournament organisers that nothing goes further. Than especially, this. especially this early in the second leg, with all of the uh, of the negative publicity going around in cricket at the moment, with uh, with India leaving, with the uh, with the non-tour of Pakistan by New Zealand and then by and then by England. I think it's actually, I think to Naman's point, it's probably not a surprise that it's players like Natraj and Ganeshan who are more vulnerable. Uh, Varun Chakravarti I would throw into that uh, as well. Players who aren't involved full-time in the Indian setup. Players yeah. who don't come from particularly well-off backgrounds. Uh, none of them. I mean, Ganeshan, um, I think he um, he's not even when I mean, he is a full-time cricketer. He still works to supplement his uh, his income and his, and his family. Chetan Sakaria as well would be another another one. Comes from a very modest background to say I, the least. I love Sakaria. Uh, he's yeah, one of my favourites. Yeah, it's a it's a fantastic story. You know, he's a he's a great bowler. Um, he's always uh, smiling. I love it. Potentially a great bowler. Yeah. Uh, so players who who come from more vulnerable backgrounds, frankly, um, we're always going to be the most likely, and they're probably. In fact, no, they're definitely safer in this UAE IPL bubble than they are back home. Certainly as, uh, as Ganapati and Diwali come up and uh, and we head into the Christmas period, um, it, it it's going to be, I mean, it, some parts of India are not going to be particularly nice places to be, quite, I mean, quite apart from Diwali. Delhi's always uh, not a good place to be in the, in the aftermath of Diwali anyway because of the smog. But um, I do wonder if, do we know, I don't know if you know if there are any... Um, post IPL, so when players go back to India, particularly quarantine regulations that they that they have to abide by. I'm not sure about that. I imagine there'll be something in, in place, but I don't know how the, that the, works. Those who aren't staying on for the World Cup or going yeah. or going elsewhere. Yeah, you'd imagine there'll be something, but I'm not. I'm not sure what the, the the duration of that would be. But yeah, hopefully, fingers crossed for this tournament and for for everybody involved as well uh, that everything settles down and Natarajan's back playing very soon indeed. Tomorrow, Mumbai Indians against the Kolkata Knight Riders. Uh, Mumbai Indians trying to put right their uh, defeat to CSK KKR. Obviously. Uh, trying to just nudge their way up the table otherwise they're going to they are in danger of finishing fifth again and just being edged out of the playoffs they're in that kind of situation at the moment so that's going to be an interesting match as we head into tomorrow and of course we'll be back tomorrow to talk about all things that game and whatever else is occurring in the IPL as well Knuckle and Naman thank you very much indeed for joining me you rush off and do your one minute at Knuckle I'll be watching that later on as well make sure you watch it out there as well viewers and listeners and thank you for uh, lending us your ears and eyes as well for this podcast as so we'll be back in tomorrow I've been James the Cricket Badger and I will see you then Brought to you in association with Who Knows Wins Put your money where your mates are and play along with the Cricket Badger Thanks for listening We'll be back every day throughout IPL 14 Have your say on Twitter on at Cricket underscore Badger We'll see you again tomorrow. Sports Social Podcast Network.